Well, we break down the breaking news. Deshaun Watson suspended six games by Judge Sue Robinson. We'll break this down for you guys as only the way we can break it down. We'll talk about, hey, what went into that decision? Will the NFL, will they come back and, and, and basically say, hey, we, we want a second bite at this thing. Will they appeal? And what does this mean for the Cleveland Browns on the field? And what does this mean for Deshaun Watson as we prepare for the 2022 season? This is a great one. You want to keep it locked. It's the Locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day obviously today a big episode this is something that we've been waiting almost four and a half months for now since the acquisition of deshaun watson today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts today judgment day obviously literally judgment day as far as the browns new franchise quarterback Deshaun Watson. I don't know if I would say the number of six games should essentially be a surprise. Um, I'm sure the Browns were, you know, ready for whatever number it was going to be. I'm sure Coach Stefanski had a plan in place for the summer. Um, do I have Deshaun Watson for two games, four games, six games, eight games? How am I going to proceed from here? The Browns went through their first week of training camp, a short week, obviously, uh, just a few practices into it. And it wasn't so much, you know, game planning or any of that. A lot of it was installation. Um, keeping in mind, the Browns do have a lot of new moving parts here. Whatever quarterback it was going to be, it was whether it was Jacoby Brissett or Deshaun Watson, um, you basically almost have to start like it's day one. And, you know, so for the Browns, now they can start to, you know, amp up what their plan is going to be with the understanding that Deshaun Watson will be unavailable um, until October 23rd, which would be week seven when the Browns travel to Baltimore to face the Ravens. So with all that being said, you know, I think the number came today. Um, you know, if you're truly fanning over this, I think you were hoping for a lesser number. You know, you certainly were, weren't hoping for a higher number. Um, but the, you know, it is that this part of it is over. We'll get to this as far as, you know, what does the NFL do from here? Um, but whatever has been this, you know, hanging in the clouds over the area here um, for four and a half months since the Browns have acquired Deshaun Watson, the Browns now have their answer. Deshaun Watson now has their answer. Deshaun Watson will be unavailable for the first six games of the 2022 regular season. Yeah, I, and, and what we want to do is just read you a little bit from from her conclusion, um, just to give you a, a wherewithal and background as to what went into the decision. It says, uh, the NFL may be a forward-facing organization, but it's not necessarily a forward-looking one. Just as the NFL responded to violent conduct uh, after a public outcry, it seems the NFL is responding yet. Uh, to yet another public outcry by Mr. Watson's conduct. Uh, at least in the former situation, the policy was changed and applied proactively. Here, the NFL is attempting to impose a more dramatic shift in its culture without the benefit of fair notice 
two, and consistency of consequence for those in the NFL subject to the policy. Looking at the record when compared to the relevant precedent, the looking forward to how this disciplinary determination might be used in the future, I must, I find uh, the most appropriate landing place to be as follows. Mr. Watson is hereby suspended for six games. Uh, regular season games would I pay, although this is uh, the most significant punishment ever imposed on an NFL player for allegations of nonviolent sexual conduct. Mr. Watson's pattern of conduct is more egregious than in any before reviewed by the NFL. Recognizing the only discipline mentioned in the CBA is a fine or suspension. I nevertheless uh, believe and it is appropriate for Mr. Washington to limit his massage therapy uh, to club-directed sessions and club-approved massage therapists for the duration of his career and so impose that mandate as a condition to his reinstatement. Mr. Watson is to have no adverse involvement with law enforcement and must not commit any additional violations of the policy. This is just a snippet of what was, uh, was said. Uh, and, and with uh, the ruling with D uh, Judge Robinson. And the most thing that stands out to me is the fact that she does state that in the past, the NFL made uh, quick adjustments and pivoted uh, when the public, you know, had public outcry in terms of domestic violence or whatever the case may be. However, the NFL has to have fair notice and consistency of con or a consequence for those in the NFL subject to the policy. So yes, the policy was there. And if you read between the lines, she's saying that there, the policy has been there. However, you have not been applying that evenly. You have not been applying those rules judiciously when it comes to those who fall under that policy. I think she also goes on to say that she feels that Mr. Watson's behavior there, however, uh, it may not fall under criminal uh, areas or criminal, uh, you know, prosecution. However, she does find his behavior egregious, which is, hey, you can't put yourself in that type of position when you are a member of the NFL, when you're a professional, when you're an adult, and having this type of contact, sexual contact with no matter who it is, whether they 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 said they uh, whether it was consensual or not, the six games. She says specifically, Mr. Watson's pattern of conduct is more egregious than any before reviewed by the NFL. And I think that's why that six game is a part of the reason the six game suspension is there. Also, I think what you take away from this, Garrett, is the fact that, you know, basically she's saying that both parties involved here are wrong. You know, the, the NFL needs to you know, maybe rework the way some of these things are written. Um, in order to be able to get suspension length that they feel would be accurate for an action like this. And, you know, there's been several who've been through it who obviously are more well-versed and more well-schooled in reading legalese than Garrett and myself. And this seems to be one of the common, you know, common takeaways is that necessarily neither party is right here. So that is why you get to, and we heard from Deshaun Watson's camp, um, you know, they were certainly hoping for a lesser suspension we all know the NFL was looking for a year or possibly indefinite. And basically what she was saying is you know, neither one of you have, you know, the footing for what you're essentially asking for, you know, Deshaun Watson, let's not go nuts here. It's not going to be any suspension whatsoever. The NFL, the way you've done this and things that are similar 
to you know what Deshaun Watson's going through, Ezekiel Elliott, Ben Ben Roethlisberger, most specifically, were six game type of suspensions as well. So I, I think that was a big thing with with her findings here, Garrett, was the fact that she didn't necessarily take a side either way, and basically made it a point to let both parties involved know, you know, you're wrong, and this is why you were wrong, and this is why, and this is where she came with the number of. You know, of the six games that you know Deshaun Watson is slated to ultimately miss. Yeah, I, I think that's a that you you succinctly put it uh, as well as it could just be basically be put. Um, she gave a reason as to where you were wrong or what areas there was issues that within uh, your your thought process and, and issues with some of the evidence that you had. And then she also went to the other side and said, okay, well, I agree in this uh, this circumstance. However, the way that you're applying uh, the policy and the heavy-handedness of the policy is problematic as well. So where, where we come with this is, and the thing that I think we'll, we'll kind of talk about in this next section is, now that you've seen how she's layering this, she's obviously gave you 15 pages of why she came to these conclusions. She offered uh, uh, extemporaneous briefs that could be filed later on that further uh, uh, bolster your claims in court. And she's given you all this time and she took three weeks to go ahead and, and break it down. Now we see if the NFL uh, is going to stand with what she said in the process that they really uh, have collectively bargained or are they going to just, you know, go go through and say, mm, we need to appeal this and, and, and we'll talk about the further steps of what happens if they do appeal uh, coming up in this next segment? No question. And, uh, you know, we'll get further into this here, obviously, as the NFL Players Association. We've already gotten word from them late last night that they were not going to go any further with this. Ball is in the NFL's court now. And we'll see what they're going to, you know, what their game plan is. Jeff Lloyd. Garrett Bush, appreciate you all here uh, on a pretty serious episode. Um, but, you know, one, everybody knew it was coming. It was just a question of finally when. we back here uh, as we talk a little bit more about the NFL's stance on things and where they're going to go further here. Level with me. We've all been in a situation at some point in our lives when we were a little tight on cash. Maybe it was, you know, how much gas can I put in the car? Or, oh, my God, all the bills are paid. Oh, there you go. The air conditioning unit has now gone. That's where Dave can help. If you are living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now, Dave can help you out of a pinch when you really need it. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and you can't change the past. But what if you could get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get to up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees do apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member of the FDIC. Future you will thank you. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush in the building, Jeff Lloyd in the building. Thank you guys 
for rocking with us. And and we, now that we kind of have this uh, Deshaun Watson thing uh, behind us, we should be able to get to football. But in the meantime, we want to thank everybody for rocking and rolling with us. I mean, you know, checking out our podcast as we continue to break down this story, as we continue to give you news and updates on Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield, and as well as now moving forward, the guys that are going to be on the field in the Browns roster going into training camp. Please make sure you get guys uh, continue to download the, download the podcast wherever you may get your podcast and still consistently hit that notification bell, subscribe to the channel, Hit that like. We need a lot of likes on this one and help us continue to be the fastest growing podcast on the Locked On Network. Jeff, uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit moving forward into we talked about what went into what Sue Robinson was thinking about. We take a look at what what she thought um, really and and went into the six game suspension. Now the ball's back in the NFL's case, right? NFL's court. They have three days or so uh, to figure out whether or not she's going to be um she's going to actually be uh you know receiving uh some sort of legal brief that is going to say that the, the the NFL is going to appeal uh the suspension of Deshaun Watson and look to get further punishment now i talked to an ultimate cleveland sports show today we talked to Josina Anderson she was on with us and she talked about this she said listen the NFL uh will probably you know take the public sentiment Right. And, and figure out whether or not they have enough voice on their side to kind of press the issue on this and say, we want we want to uh, figure it out and appeal. Now, as far as I'm concerned, whether you're looking at it, I don't think that would be very wise, given the fact that Sue Robinson has already stated in her case, in her in her 15 uh, page document that she was disappointed that the, the NFL was using public outcry or public perception rather than what the information was in the information that was given she took looked at it and it already did deliver her verdict now i really want to i'm gonna get your thoughts on this because i got the nfl stance a segment an excerpt of what they thought was was coming down the pipeline on this one uh and this is from a representative of the nfl it says we want to thank uh, judge sue l robinson the independent disciplinary officer for her review of the voluminous record and attention during a three-day hearing that resulted in her finding of multiple violations of the NFL personal conduct policy by Deshaun Watson. We appreciate Judge Robinson's diligence and professionalism throughout this process. Pursuant to the collective bargaining agreement, the NFL or the NFL PA on behalf of uh, Deshaun Watson may appeal the decision within three days. In light of her followings, the league is reviewing Judge Robinson's um, position of a six-game suspension and will make a determination on the next steps. Now, Jeff, that's a really uh, nice, lawyerly way of saying that, hey, don't get it twisted. We still can go down the road of, of appealing this thing. Don't get too happy. Um, what are your thoughts on on that, uh, that statement and whether or not the NFL could or should appeal to six-game suspension? Well, you just listen to the uh, you know the statement, and obviously this is the difficult part when you're just reading written word as opposed to listening to somebody physically say these words. You know, point of emphasis, punctuation, long pauses. That sounds like the NFL is not going to pursue this any further the way it is written. It is certainly within you know the balls in their court to pursue this further. But the issue is, is now this is the first time anything 
um, with the personal conduct policy has gone this route with an independent arbitrator. So with this being set up the way it is, you know, what does it look like from the NFL is if they went to the lengths to try to put a process like this in place to show, you know, that they're basically going to have a, you know, a, a neutral party get involved, take evidence and make a decision. Now, what happens if you were the ones who worked, you know, with the NFL Players Association to put this plan in place and the first time you go to use it, it's no, 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 no. Can you please go back? We think, you know, this is egregious. We think you, you know, did not come down hard enough on this. And look, I mean, you know, everybody last night with the NFL Players Association statement, I mean, you kind of did think maybe, you know, something had been leaked or something had been known, um, you know, because you put out the statement saying, you know, whatever this ruling is tomorrow, we are going to abide by it. But meanwhile, we had heard from the NFL Players Association previously saying, if this gets to a number that we do not agree with, we most certainly will um, go ahead and, you know, try to have this, you know, heard further and appealed. Now the NFL makes their statement post decision um, and have 72 hours to do what they will. Um, but again, all the on the lines here, Garrett, I mean, it, you know, it, as we got over this the last few weeks, it seemed four to eight, four to eight, four to eight. I mean, we do not know. I mean, and you know, we certainly are not going to speculate had this been orchestrated or had the understanding of what this number was going to be, maybe had been in the back of everyone's mind for the past four and a half months. Um, but for the NFL, it's going to look, I, I think it would be a poor look on their part where essentially, as we said, she basically pointed to both sides and said, neither of you were right. You were both wrong. And this is where you were wrong. So for the NFL to basically say, you know, well, we proved our case. Oh, but you're saying this, this, and this. Oh, well, then can we prove our case again? You don't get a second chance essentially at that opportunity. They are getting a suspension, which is what they were pushing for. If they didn't prove their case strong enough to get the number that they were hoping for, you know, that's, you know, you don't really get a second chance at these type of things. Yeah, and that's where, I, you know, I tell people all the time, um, you know, if, if you're just trying to do something just for the look of it, that's not necessarily the correct thing that you should be doing. When you talk about like you've, you've gone through this process and you've been there in this process and you got a, a person who's independent, who has years of experience, how arrogant is it going to be um, to say that, Oh yeah, thanks, but no, thanks. You, you, you did, you put all this time, energy, and effort into it. I know you got experience. I know you know the law. I know you you you've, you spent your whole life kind of litigating these things. But Roger Goodell and the owners know best. And we really feel like in this circumstance, even though we didn't prove our case, even though we didn't prove, uh, even though there was no criminal, uh, you know, crim you know, criminal conviction under two grand juries, the league just because it wants to look a certain way is going to now overturn or overthrow a ruling of 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 a process that they collective bargain i i just don't think at this point it would be a smart wise decision um from that standpoint uh there and deshaun watson and his his camp saying came out and said hey we wanted zero games we're disappointed at six we wanted zero uh so if you think about it you know we got 
one side that wants zero, another side that wants indefinite slash a year. You go, you go to six games. It's, it looks like a happy medium between the two. And she did, she highlights the process of where this process can get better. We need it. It doesn't need it. It can't be vague. You do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And she's telling the league, the reason why I can't give you your indefinite suspension is because you have not been levying it consistently throughout everyone that's listed. And it goes back to the owners, right? It goes back to saying, hey, I got a very difficult time because I'm already giving this person the most uh, extensive suspension under the policy that's ever been, right? But we haven't done anything for anybody else under the policy. I'm going to give you those six games because I think it sets a precedent to mark that, that we are trying to move towards something where people understand the consequences and, and understand uh, if you do something, this was going to happen. But I can't give you indefinite because if your process, there's a little problem in your process. So the league can either do one or two ways. Say, let's go back and tweak the process and make sure that we have everything spelled out or hold everybody accountable to the same empty degree. That's two things you can do, man. So that that's pretty much where where, where she stands with it. And, and I think she's, she's concise in that. Uh, looking forward, we'll figure out how this, uh, the six-game suspension really affects the Cleveland Browns moving forward. Uh, and now they have a little bit of a blueprint of what they need to do. I just want to close with this real quick. Um, the other thing that the NFL would face here, they did go further with this, is, look, everybody, you know, was when is she going to make her decision? When is she going to make her decision? Everybody felt like the process was going very long. She gives you out a 15-page full detailed report. They go against this and they want to take this further. What judge worth their salt is going to come to the aid of the NFL next time this comes across? Hey, look, I gave you three weeks of my time, my wisdom, my education. I did all of this. And basically, you, you're you going to question it. So they're going to have a really difficult time the next time the NFL has to go down this road of finding a, jo- uh, you know, a judge who's going to be willing to go to these lengths. I mean, you know, we'll see where it goes. And again, you know, this is court but the best part for Garrett and I, hopefully this is finality of, uh, you know, us trying to pretend that we work for court TV. Like Garrett said, we're going to get here and get to what six games means for the Cleveland Browns and the 2022 season. Thanks everybody for being along for the ride. We appreciate it greatly. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, the NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back, Locked On Browns Podcast. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Make sure you follow us at G. Bush 91 on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter as well for Jeff is at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Make sure you follow Locked On Browns and consistent, consistently continue to support us over there on YouTube. Have, having great success, and, and we just look to keep moving from here. Uh, like I said before, this is the best time of the year for us. Hall of Fame game is coming up next week. Uh, we'll get that. And can you believe it? The Cleveland Browns, one week from Friday, 
are going to be in preseason games. You don't want to miss this. We'll be talking about it. I'll be at training camp two or three times before then. I'll give you my thoughts on what I saw from out there. But you're not going to be able to know when it's on if you don't click the notification bell and subscribe, man. You don't know. You don't want to miss nothing, man, because we all over it. Now, we've talked about the uh, thought process from, from Sue Robinson. We talked about what the NFL is thinking about. Hey, they have the ability to, uh, you know, go and appeal. And, and we give you uh, some insight into that. But moving forward, assuming, assuming that that the six-game suspension does hang out and there's just nothing nothing there and, and they're going to consistently, NFLPA is going to agree to it, the NFL agrees to it, Sue Robinson agrees to it, six games for Deshaun Watson. What does that mean for your Cleveland Browns? Well, I'll tell you what, if you look at the schedule, it, it turns out this, it, it lines up kind of good. You look at that schedule, first week game of the season, Carolina Panthers. Second game, New York Jets. You, you go from New York Jets, you, you do have Pittsburgh. That Pittsburgh game, however, is at home. Your fourth game of the season, you go to at Atlanta, and then you get the L.A. Chargers and the New England Patriots both at home uh, And before you go on the road. Uh, first game for Deshaun Watson would be at Baltimore against Lamar Jackson. Uh, in the Baltimore Ravens, a division matchup. And boy, I tell you what, all eyes will be on Baltimore during that day. Jeff, your thought process on six games, given what I just talked about with the schedule. I think if you were you know, a Browns fan, I think the number would probably have stopped at six as far as maybe, and look, again, truly looking at this from the fandom standpoint, I think the stop point would have been six that you were comfortable with. As Garrett said, look, the first four games, even if you look at this with Baker Mayfield playing the way he played in 2021, you know, his inaccurate play, his inadequate play, his ups and downs, that's a recipe of three and one, if not four and oh in those games. Um, you do look at the fact that a lot of betting sites today, once this was released, Brown's Super Bowl odds increased. So that tells you that maybe some odds makers either were keeping it low, um, you know, not knowing what the suspension was, or actually thought maybe the suspension would be a little bit longer. Hearing six games, the odds to bet on the Super uh, Browns to win a Super Bowl actually increased as far as so you know it made it you know obviously you know less money to win less money that type of thing. Um, so you look at those games. The Charger game last year could have went either way when the Browns were out in Los Angeles. Granted, that was one of Baker Mayfield's better day, days behind center last season for this team. Uh, the New England game, I mean, you could have had Patrick Mahomes, you could have had Joe Montana, you could have had every quarterback in the NFL take one snap for you, it would take one series for you, and the Browns still would have gotten the daylight speed out of them. It just wasn't their day. They were poor, and of course, as many know, when Garrett and I have spoken about, that was the day the fractures of a lot of relationship within that Browns locker room started to happen. But I think, you know, and we listened to Miles Garrett and we talked about this last week, Miles Garrett talking about the importance of this defense, as talented it is, to start the season on time. This was an issue last year, and we understood it was going to be an issue. There were a lot of new moving parts last year on the defensive side of the ball. Those excuses will not be there for early in 2022. And it's not because, oh, hey, we're playing with Jacoby Brissett. No, we are the better unit. The Browns defense might be the better unit when Deshaun Watson even becomes the quarterback of the offense starting week seven. That is what the expectations are for this group on the defensive side of the ball. 
They need to lead. You need to expect that Jacoby Brissett, he does not need to go out there and look like the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. He needs to be accurate. He needs to be concise. He needs to hit open receivers. He does not need to win games. He just cannot lose games. That's what your expectations are. The Charger game is going to be a little bit different here this year. They are piped a little bit more on the defensive side of the ball. They understand they've got most of what they need on offense. What they needed was on defense. They made the necessary moves. Patriots, will, for as long as Bill Belichick is breathing and in that building, they will always be one of the most difficult games on your schedule because Bill can just say, ah, heck, we're going to go wishbone this week. Um, could always throw something different at you. But you get to those two games, which are the ones that are going to be difficult. You get the advantage that they're both going to be played first energy. Another big advantage for the Browns is that is that time of the year in October, late October, where you guys know, y'all, most of y'all live in Cleveland. October 23rd in Cleveland, it, it might as well be winter. You know what I'm saying? You've had yeah. your fall. The leaves have changed. The leaves are already off the trees. So if weather would start to become a factor there, that would certainly aid and behoove the Browns where they can focus on defense and focus on the running game. Um, but for the Browns, look, expectations have not dwindled. The The realness of possibly of winning the division is still there. Either way, this team needed to start strong on both sides of the ball. Maybe it's going to be a little bit more reliant on the running game and the offensive line. And with Jack Conklin coming off the pup list today, Maybe that shows you signs that offensive line should hopefully be top tier like everybody's expecting. Deshaun Watson, smart quarterback play. Doesn't have to be all-world quarterback play. And the defense, Garrett, has to absolutely hit the ground running. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple things that you can look forward to here. Uh, you don't have to have Jacoby Brissett, like you said earlier. Uh, you don't have to have him him, him beat you in, in three or four games. All you need is Jacoby Brissett to be able to make a couple plays in one game where you could say that was a that was a pretty good throw or wow that was a clutch play from him you could get a game from from your running game and you say wow what 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 really got us going today well the running game kareem hunt you know he had 120 yards nick chubb had about 109 yards they really just they they held us down because we Guess what? You can win a game that way. You could win a game because Amari Cooper did his thing. You could win a game because Miles Garrett was unstoppable and they, he just wrecked your game plan. You can win a game because you, you hit all your extra points and you kicked your field goals and, and your kicking game is up to par. You can win that way for six weeks, right? That's the thing. You can't sustain that type of, uh, of play if you want to be a Super Bowl champ against top teams with great quarterbacks you can't win that way week in and week out and get through all of the playoffs and win that way you need at some point in time your quarterback to make some plays that is going to put his team on his back granted but for six weeks you sure you sure as heck can run, run the ball so what's wrong with the tennessee titans tennessee titans can run derrick henry uh, uh, into the ground for 13 14 16 weeks but what happens is the playoffs you still remember you got Ryan Tannehill back there <laughs> that you got Ryan Tannehill back there still. So don't get it twisted. So I think that the Browns are going to use that. I think there's a couple ways they could win. I think Kevin Stefanski is going to exploit a couple of those ways. And I'll tell you what, I'm looking at this roster a schedule. I'm looking at three and three, four and two for the Cleveland Browns. And I'll tell you what, if they want to be special, Five and one if, if Jadavian Clowney and the defense start taking the ball away. But I think three and three is bare minimum for this roster, given their, their schedule at the beginning of the season. These guys are going to show up. These guys are going to play hard. 
There is no question of that. I do, and Garrett, I do want to thank you. Look, this has been a difficult period. Um, and I know at times, you know, some people thought, and look, this is what happens with something like this. Garrett's married. I'm married. I have daughters. None of us ever tried to poo-poo over what was going on here. But we do have a job to do. And we have to basically speak on facts and things we see, you know, and have to give our opinion on it. And I understand if you didn't always agree with us. Um, and I appreciate all of you who did stick with us. Um, again, we are hosts of the Lockdown Browns podcast. We are here to talk about the Cleveland Browns and football. So we were put in a position that, you know, neither one of us was necessarily comfortable in. So we did the best we could with this. And trust me, and, and we did. And there are times we sat down with people from Locked On and said, okay, these are the, this subject came up and has going to have to be a part about the show. We just want to make sure that we are doing this with the proper respect the situation deserves. Um, so I, I think we did a really good job of that, trying to speak about this as far as being people who want to see the Cleveland Browns succeed, but also understanding the situation that came into the building in Berea. So I do want to thank everybody who has you know been patient with us and understanding that at the end of the day, this was a job we had to do. And we did have to tell both sides of the story. Otherwise, you know, we wouldn't be doing our job and we certainly would have been doing it fairly. So I do appreciate everybody there. Garrett and the guys over at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show this morning knocked it out. Obviously, there had been many guests over the past few months that had come on to the show. Certainly, this was a hot issue. Certainly, things that had to be discussed about. They were able to get many guests in there today. So if you have not checked out that episode, I highly suggest you do. Uh, it was fantastic. And they were able to get almost all the you know uh, revolving door guests on today. So everybody basically who built up their talk to this could talk about the finality of it. So if you aren't, make sure you are uh, subscribed to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I'm sure, pretty sure the guy's got to be well over 11,000 by now after a day like today. The Barbershop Saturday mornings on 92.3 The Fan and, of course, many numerous other appearances where you can hear Garrett over there. Make sure you're checking out all that work. Follow at GBush91. Myself, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself, Lockdown Browns, follow back account. Make sure you, uh, for all of you who make Lockdown Browns your first listen every single day, whether it is in traditional podcast platform or, of course, now available on YouTube. Make sure you're following, subscribe to the show, five-star ratings, written reviews. Um, the growth has been tremendous. We're excited, but, of course, not satisfied. And we can kind of turn the page here now. Look, Eric and I told you once we got to be able to talk about football, this show was basically going to be you know, a train running off the tracks that could not be stopped. And now it's clear, clear eyes, straight ahead. It is nothing but Cleveland Browns football for the foreseeable future here. And we're going to take it like take the ball and run with it like only we can. So with that, we understand and appreciate everybody for tuning in, obviously, which was a, a very, very big day Cleveland Browns wise, you know, a lot of detailed information going into an episode like this. So we appreciate you all there. With that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.